What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. Also, follow me on social media at Frequency Podcast Network. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. There, you're going to get some consistent content, including some album reviews that don't make the podcast. We got a special guest for y'all today, but I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's up? I'm Undisputed IG. I'm on Instagram, and I post album reviews semi-frequently about once a week. Yeah, if you guys are interested in any album reviews or anything like that, drop a follow. Hell yeah. I mean, he has some great reviews, y'all. So I recommend checking him out. Appreciate you hopping on the podcast, man. It's nice. You're actually my first guest ever. So Oh, cool. It's really cool to be here. Yeah, for sure. I've never done this before. So we're gonna we're gonna fucking figure it out together. Yeah. But for today, we're gonna be giving y'all our top five albums of the year so far. So how it's going to work is we're going to trade off. I'm going to do my number five. He'll do his number five and then, you know, so on and so forth. I'm going to start with my honorable mentions real quick. I got like three albums I wanted to hit here because there are some really great projects that came out this year and I wanted to show some love. So starting off, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I'd say this is my favorite rap album of the year so far. I think Kendrick does a really good job executing exactly what he wanted to do on here, opening up about his trauma, expressing how much those difficulties informed who he is as a person. I love how he essentially forced himself to face his demons on this project. And some of my favorite moments on the year, like Father Time, Die Hard, and things like that. Not the best Kendrick project, but definitely fantastic. Next, I wanted to shout out The Weeknd's Don FM. Gave the year a great start. I think I really like that The Weeknd is continuing on this like 80s pop trend that he's doing. And he definitely turned it up to 100 on here. Love the synth pop. Love the dance style instrumental. Songwriting is dope. Vocals are dope. Just ahead of After Hours, I'd say. And then lastly, I wanted to shout out Sometimes Forever, Soccer Mommy. Super impressed with this one. I think the sonic variety is sick. Explosive indie pop and pop. Industrial, even some gothic rock. Got some strong imagery. Dope metaphors. I definitely want to see her experiment a little bit more on future albums but i'm really happy with the end product and i'll pass it over to my homie undisputed give me some honorable mentions bro let's hear it um for my honorable mentions i uh, i wanted to go with uh, crest by blade and echo 2k i was really really impressed by this album after a couple listens so when i first listened to it i was like eh. i mean i was kind of iffy about it but i yeah. guess that's just how hyper pop works for a lot of people it grew on me a lot i really enjoyed it especially the first song i think it was a really strong intro for the whole album mm. yeah I, I just thought it was a really good album i think it's going to be a cornerstone project for hyper pop in a few years next up i have black country new road by um damn honorable yeah. mentions yeah i have black country <laughs> new road i forget what the album is called all the time but the black country new road album and from up there yeah and from up there by black country new road great great album i thought it was super super good but i definitely think that there were albums that i enjoyed listening through more mm-hmm. this year I mean, I, I haven't given it that many listens, but I definitely thought it was a really good album. And then for my next album, I have Harry's House by Harry Styles. Mm. Really great pop album, super well-written. I respect that one, yeah. That yeah. one I was considering as well. Just wasn't like up there, up there for me. I just think it was really well-written. That's always been a strength of Harry for me. Like listening to his other work, I think his songwriting is really impressive. Gotcha. I respect that. And the the hyper-pop project, the, the Blade one. Yeah, yeah, that one it never it never hit too hard for me. Like really? I, I might not be like a hyper pop guy, but I fuck with like Charlie XEX, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really either per se, but I thought it was really good. A lot of people whose opinions I respect a lot say the exact same thing. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I need to give it more listens. So I'm going to I'm gonna just hop right into number five and then I'll let you do yours. So number five for me, FKA Twigs, Capri Songs. I definitely think this is my favorite pop R&B release of the year. I think 
Twigs just sets herself apart with these incredible vocal performances and like not even just her range, which is amazing, but just the way she can use her voice in like really unique and intricate ways. I think the production is really diverse. We got some Afro beat, we got some dance hall, we got some R&B and Twigs just has some undeniable chemistry with all her features. And on top of that, she maintains the narrative really well. These themes of love and security, uh, self-confidence. I just think it's a, a really interesting portrait of FKA Twigs' relationship with loving herself and other people. So, you know, number five, how about you, man? For my number five, I have learned to swim by Redville. Redville has some crazy potential. And I think in a couple years, he's going to be the next, I would say Denzel Curry would be a mm. comparable like fame level for him. Right. Or maybe even more popular. I think that his skill set is one of the best we've seen from a young rapper in a long time. Right. And I think that I think that Learn to Swim really needs to be talked about more. Yeah, super underrated album. I mean, I've I've seen I've seen a couple people talking about it, but I really think it needs a little more buzz than it's getting. Yeah. I mean, I really like that project. I think the thing I like the most is the production on there. I think he Yeah. He, he's so produced really that right yeah yeah i mean it's crazy it really gives you some of that early kanye vibe um, yeah for sure yeah and i think he definitely has the potential it wasn't like my favorite rap album of the year i think i kind of just got sort of bored of it by the end because it it is somewhat redundant and aesthetic but at the end of the day the man is incredibly talented so i can see that denzel curry comparison for sure yeah especially from the young age he's at you know right. it's really really impressive yeah, it's insane. He He's definitely an incredibly talented songwriter. He's like a Kanye mixed with Earl in a way. So I'm going to move to my number four. So my number four is Soul Glow's Diaspora Problems. And this is a fucking intense, politically charged punk rock album. Super wide range of topics. We get like American government, capitalism, the effects they have on Black and POC experiences. I just love the anger. I love the emotion. I think the band means everything they say. And the lead singer, Pierce Jordan, is just incredible. He's like the most charismatic singer I think I'm going to be talking about today. Personally, for me, just mad relatable in terms of ideological and racial perspectives. I mean, it's thought-provoking, it's funny, it's creative. And I genuinely think this one is like near perfect, to be honest. Have you bumped that one? No, I haven't given it a chance. But from the way you're describing it, it sounds like it would give me like Sex Pistols vibes a little bit. Yeah, like the exactly. Clash maybe. Yeah, no, 100%. But like people of color. <laughs> that, I mean, that's not really a re like relatable issue for me, but right. I, I think it's it's really understandable to want to get like a perspective on that. Right. And I think it's really interesting to be able to see like other people's thoughts on an issue like that. So yeah, go ahead. What's your number four? My number four is Who Cares by Rex Orange County. I definitely didn't think this was Rex's best project, mm -hmm. but I do think it's kind of slept on. I've seen a lot of people say that like it's not very good, which I think is a what? little... Yeah, I, I, th I think that's a little out there. I thought the strings that were like pretty frequently heard on the album were great. I think it fits Rex's voice really well. I saw him live. I saw the tour for this. Dope. So good. Rex is an outstanding performer. And right. that really elevated the album experience for me because listening to it now makes me associate it with the tour more. I love and, when that happens. Yeah. I, I just thought it was a really good album. Yeah. I enjoyed that one quite a bit. I mean, I, I think I've noticed that you're kind of a Rex like fan fan. So what's yeah, your I favorite? Rex. What's your favorite Rex project? Uh, probably Apricot Princess. Same, bro. That's been like yeah. in some weird heavy rotation lately for me. Like it's just like come back up and I haven't let go of it. I've, yeah, I've listened to it a bunch lately because like it, it's one of those albums where it's like you can put it on quickly mm -hmm. and like it's not too long so you can sit down and have like a casual listen. Right. It's a good like walk in a park album. For sure. I got the vinyl recently too. So. Oh, dope. 
Yeah, my player comes on Monday, so I'll definitely be spending that a lot. Hell yeah, good shit, man. That's great. Yeah. But I agree that I think that project is quite good. Like I, I haven't seen too much hate for it, but if there's hate on it, that's that's weird. I actually think it's kind of a return to form for him. I wouldn't say that. I I thought Pony was really good, but oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a return to form, but I do think it's a really strong project. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Move on to my number three. This one I reviewed recently. I actually just put it out today, but Black Midi Hellfire. Yeah, just reviewed this one. Been listening to it every day ever since. I fucking love this project. It's like experimental rock with some jazz, some math rock, and even like this weird element of musical theater in there. Themes of like hell, sin, evil, all that jazz. The writing and performances, they're just mad theatrical and the instrumentals range from really fucking insane to like these subtle little moments of like quiet peace i'm addicted to the fucking vocals i think the spoken word vocals are incredible the songwriting is like really intricate it's hyperbolic it's satirical and incredibly detailed we get stories about like murders we get stories about like discharged military privates we get stories about like the death of a man. It's it's incredibly insane. I was blown away from from the jump. This is actually my introduction to Black Midi, and I was so impressed by them. I don't even think I fully digested this project yet. It's a strong contender for album of the year, but for now, I have it sitting at my three spot. I'm yet to listen to this project, but I've heard a lot about it. Black Midi is not really my most listened to artist. I've heard that people were really impressed by it and what you said, like the vocals and stuff. I've heard a lot about those too. With the amount of good stuff I've heard about it, I definitely should listen to it. Yeah. I mean, give it a shot. I mean, if yeah. you have ants from up there in honorable mention, you're probably going to throw this one into honorable mention as well. But it's interesting though, at the very least, like there's, you won't walk away from it with nothing. Okay. Yeah. But what's your number three? My number three is Sick by Earl Sweatshirt. I'm a big Earl fan and I got to admit, I, I was a little disappointed by this album, but I still thought it was great. I definitely think it was one of the best rap albums of the year mm -hmm. just because of the uh, like the emotional content and the production was amazing. Multiple songs produced by The Alchemist. I really thought it was really underrated because I've seen people rate this album fairly low. Mm -hmm. I Myself mean, I, included. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess it's understandable, but me being as big of an Earl fan as I am. Right. And that's relevant. Yeah, for that's sure. Relevant. Yeah, for me, it just wasn't as good as some rap songs, yeah. which I feel like kind of did a very similar thing, just in a better way for me. But at the same time, I'm not like an Earl super fan in a way. Like I really appreciate yeah. his approach to things, but there are like certain aspects of his music where I kind of just prefer like other styles of hip hop. But that being said, like I can see that opinion for sure. Like I can see if you're a fan of like, Earl sort of like more, I mean, let's just call it like MF Doom on steroids type of attempt on rap. Yeah. You're going to fuck with this one heavy. It's like, I probably listen to multiple Earl albums a week. Wow. Just because, yeah, you know, he's one of my go-tos. I think he's my second most listened artist this year so far. Wow. Yeah. Who's your first? Tyler. Ooh. Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw him recently actually. In, um, oh, dude. So live. lucky. Yeah. He was crazy. He's, I'm seeing him again, yeah. actually next month. Damn, dude. Yeah. He's, I couldn't get nuts. tickets. It was so expensive. They're mad expensive. Well, I was talking about Earl, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I really think that Sick was, it was definitely different. And you're right. I don't think it's as good as some rap songs, but I, I really think it was a, a solid Earl project. I haven't really gone back to it too much. I've mm. only gone back to it like maybe three or four times since I reviewed it. It really left an impression on me. I was like, right. I was impressed. It's crazy how sometimes that happens, right? Like you yeah. love an album so much, but you don't go back to it that often because- yeah. 
it can be like dense in that way. Like, it's I like Mr. Like, Morrell. Mr. Morrell did the same thing. Uh, I, I go back to that one, honestly. But like, it's like to pimp a butterfly did that to me. Like, I wouldn't really? go back to it that often. Even nowadays, like sometimes I go back to it. But it's like when I do, it's like I have to listen all the way through. And it's like reading a book, you know. But it's, like, yeah, it's intense. It's intense. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of work. Number two is Rosalia's Motomami for me. I think this is the most dynamic release of the year and i will admit that there's maybe some bias being latin so like i can hear the lyrics and i understand them at more of like a forefront level but even beyond that rosalia experiments with various genres and song topics on this thing we get reggaeton we get bachata we get flamenco with even some experimental pop and some experimental hip-hop and even a few piano ballads i think this album genuinely has it all not only that, but the vocal performances are so fucking diverse. Her vocal range is crazy. She has so much fucking personality and energy. The songwriting is great. The themes of love, fame, her family. And like I've mentioned this before, but this type of experimentation is just super rare in the Latin space. Like growing up, I've never really heard people like really trying to go this hard, at least on a mainstream level. And I appreciate the shit out of that. Yeah, front to back. I think this thing never loses your attention. Yeah, I've only heard like one or two songs on this. Mm -hmm. I like the song she has with The Weeknd on it. Yeah, good track. Even though I'm not really like the biggest Weeknd guy, I do think that was a good song. You know, obviously it's going to be easier for someone who understands Spanish to give this right. one a listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think what you were saying about it sounds really interesting. The amount of experimentation does make me want to give this one a listen. Yeah, it's worth a try. I mean, even if you don't want to follow along with the lyrics, it's interesting to hear like a variety of sounds, you know, yeah. I mean? that you, you might not necessarily hear together very often, you know. Going back to the Earl conversation, that's why I think I, I liked some rap songs mm. as much as I do. Mm -hmm. But even with that being said, some rap songs isn't even my favorite Earl album. So <laughs> what is it? Is it like Doris? It's yeah, it's Doris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a great album. Yeah. I love Doris, but that is why I like some rap songs so much because of the experimentation and like the amount of variety that it has. If you're feeling the same way about uh Moto Mommy, then I think I'll give that one a listen. Word. Well, what's your number two, man? A little bit of a hot take here. I have Mr. Morale at number two. Ah, I respect that. I think that's yeah. I think that's a very reasonable take. A lot of people are probably going to tear me apart for having it at number two instead of number one. But here are my reasons for it. So without a doubt, amazing, right? I think we can both agree. Fantastic album, but it's Kendrick's worst mm -hmm. because it doesn't have as much replay value as his other stuff. Like I could sit down and listen to Good Kid, Mad City. And I could, I could be doing whatever. But if I'm listening to Mr. Morale, I have to be sitting down and focusing on every single word being said. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it's like how, it's like how you're talking about to pimp a butterfly. It's an intense listen. You know, right. like I wouldn't say it's very accessible for someone that's like a more casual listener, if you know what I mean. What do you rank? just above Mr. Morale in his discography. I have Untitled Unmastered. Okay, interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. Actually, you know what? I have Section 80 there. I think Untitled oh, yeah. Unmastered. I, I'd rather listen to Untitled Unmastered than Section interesting. 80. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just not really Kendrick album I go back to very often. Gotcha. Like, I, I, I like a couple songs on it. Like, I think High Power, ADHD are great songs. Right. With me being as big of a fan of To Pimp a Butterfly as I am, I'd rather, I'd rather listen to Untitled Unmastered. Or so makes sense now nah, they're they're yeah. very similar back to mr morale 
this album is Kendrick's worst, but I really do think that this would be pretty much any other rapper's best album. Like, 100%. it's so good. It's like a middle, it's like a low to middle nine. I don't think that any other rapper could make something as emotionally charged and as instrumentally like perfected as that. Only reason I don't have it is like a 9.5 or above, which is what all the other Kendrick albums I've reviewed are at, is the replay value. Replayability plays a really big factor in how I review albums. I agree 100% that Kendrick's worst is most rappers best. And I will say that Kendrick Lamar is just one of those guys that he has never put out a bad album. And if you're going to judge his album against the rest of his discography, I mean, it's going to be a tough fucking time. Like if you put it at number one for whatever reason, I'd be like, what am I supposed to say? Like, yeah. It's, that's just an opinion that's like the kanye discography it's like it's hard yeah it, it's yeah I, I would say i mean there's definitely like a clear i, I don't want to say right way but there's definitely like the most common way to rank his discography is right. having to put a butterfly at number one and miss or, or yeah a lot of people say good kid mad city or even damn i've heard damn a lot yeah too. that that's a weird one for me i i get yeah. it because of the replayability is probably the heaviest off of damn for sure but damn good, is my number two yeah, I have Good yeah. Kid at one, honestly. I mean, okay. it used to be Pimp Butterfly, but Good Kid just holds like a really special place in my heart. Yeah, now nah, that discography, that that's something I definitely want to chat about one of these days, like it's discography so ranking. It, it's like Kanye too. Kanye's discography is unreal. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It really yeah. didn't have a dud for like a decade. Even to longer. this day, I, I don't think Kanye has a single bad album. Wow, I do not fuck with Jesus is King. Like, here's the thing. I don't. I didn't like it, but I didn't even think it was bad. Like, mm. it, it had redeeming qualities about it. I agree. I don't like, think it's anything. It had good songs. It's not worse than average. Yeah, for sure. So it's the I, only I Kanye album I have below a seven. Yeah. I didn't listen to Donda 2. Um, I did. I thought it was oh, you okay. did. You yeah. thought it was good? I fuck with Donda. Yeah. I just didn't Donda get it. Donda was like, great, yeah. Yeah. Donda I, 2, honestly, I'd probably rank Donda 2 below Donda. I've heard that sentiment, so that's why I've never really listened to it, because I like Donda. I think Donda was a good album. If I had to review it, I'd probably give it like a 7. I just never went out of my way to listen to Donda 2. I've listened to pretty much all of Kanye's unreleased stuff. Like, I gotta yeah. give this one a listen. I'm like, before that, like, whole generation of, like, Kanye having a shit ton of unreleased projects that were, yeah. like, around that Life of Pablo time, I was like super busy. So I was like, I'm not going to fucking listen to like, just cause like, I just didn't, I'm like, put it on Spotify or else I'm not going to fucking do it. (laughs) But you know, I I remember I was like that too. I feel you. I used to be like heavy, hot, new hip hop nerd on like the internet and shit. Just finding shit. Um, That's the only reason I use Reddit. Like I don't don't use Reddit unless I'm looking for something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like reading the hip hop head opinions. Yeah. Hearing what people think. I just use, I just use hip hop IG for that. Oh, word. Fair enough. Yeah. Number one for me, getting to rounding out this list. I mean, it's definitely Ants from up there, Black Country, New Road. Okay. I, I can't stop listening to this one. Like these other albums definitely have their moments and like kind of come and go in the rotation. But for real though, like this one has never left the rotation. I think I listen to this one quite often, at least once a week, if not more. And I don't know what to say about this fucking masterpiece. I just think it's full <laughs> of extravagant and well thought out instrumentation the songwriting is incredible. And then there are just moments that kind of just like get stuck in your head all day, depending on, you know, what song you were vibing to at that moment. Um, Yeah, I get that. Each song almost feels like a standalone piece of art with its own moments of like calmness and triumph. Like each song just kind of feels like a movie in a way. I think the pacing is dope. I think the tone is set really well with the instrumentals to accompany the lyrics. And the lyrics are witty. I think the imagery is fantastic. I think Isaac Wood is so fucking like creative. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I was talking about Black Midi's lyrics, but I think Woods' lyrics are just on another level. He kind of like bears his soul and his writing is like mainly centered around like these complex stories about love and heartbreak. Yeah, I just think it's super intimate. And anytime he opens his mouth, it just gives me chills. I, I just feel like I feel everything he fucking says. It's a modern classic for me. I can't get enough of it. I know how you feel about it. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I, I think when I listened to this album, I wasn't really like paying too much attention. I didn't have my full focus on it. I was like, oh, this is really good. And then I right. didn't really have any other thoughts about it. <laughs> But I really think that I need to I, I need to sit down and like absorb everything about it. Yeah, there's just a I, lot to it to me. Yeah, that's what I, I I've heard that there's a lot to it. And then yeah. songwriting is a big part of big part of music for me. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. And yeah. that's why I fuck with it a lot though, because like I feel like it's one of those like hip hop is my foundational genre, right? And like the yeah. great thing about a lot of hip hop, you have to like go through it and like think about it and like be like, oh, that's what he meant by that. And I feel like he does yeah. that a lot here where like you go through the verse and you're like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about until <laughs> you listen to it a couple of times. And then you finally get it and you're like, holy shit, this is yeah, genius. Exactly, exactly. That moment <laughs> that's happened a lot of to me on like- for me. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, 100%. I mean, I felt that way on that song, um, Goodwill Hunting. On I think in the second verse, he just has like this songwriting where I'm like, what are you saying? And then I'm like, oh that's cool what's your number one uh i have gemini rides by steve lacy word that's yeah really really fair yeah i'm a huge steve lacy guy i have been for i want to say like a year and a half now it's really really cool to see him finally getting the mainstream attention that he deserves yeah like i'm at a point where my mom knows who steve lacy is and that's really cool jesus yeah because my yeah my mom my mom just listens to like hits on Spotify and then like Steve Lacey came on and I was like, dude, no way. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool to finally see an artist that I've been, I've been supporting a pretty long time now. Like it, it's really cool to see him getting the spotlight, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And everybody like, is really bumping his shit right now. Yeah. Like I, I've seen so many people that you wouldn't really call like, the, or you wouldn't really think of as like the typical Steve Lacey listener. I, I see everyone listening to him. It, it's really, really cool. I mean, it's it has been dope. And like that project in and of itself deserves all that attention. I mean, it, it yeah, is great from sure. front to back. I feel it's like amazing. I probably like it even a little bit more than from when I reviewed it. Yeah, because I gave it a seven at the time. Oh, really? I, yeah. give, I give it a nine, I think. Nice. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, you love it. I do think Apollo 21 is better, but that yeah. just might be because we've had Apollo 21 for longer. Yeah. I don't know. So I've had more time to listen to it. Like I've only listened to Gemini rides like three times. Okay. Yeah. And I, I had only listened to it twice when I reviewed it. Mm. So, um, I listened to it for the third time yesterday and I was like, every time I listen to it, it like seems to get better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel that. like it's one of those albums that grows on you slowly, but I do think we're really seeing Steve's potential here come through because mm-hmm. when he allows himself to use his studio, I guess, has so many tools at his disposal to craft what he did. And I think that the fact that he was making stuff in GarageBand that was that good, and now he can make stuff like on a larger scale and have a lot more stuff at his disposal, like we're seeing him really come forward with everything he has. Right. I I do think he has some stuff left in the tank. I feel like there's some elements from like other genres that i'd love to see him play with because he yeah, like he has so much talent you know like he yeah. really could like for the genre exploration point like i thought mercury mm-hmm. like definitely more like latin inspired 
mm-hmm. a great song you yeah, know like great jam honestly that could definitely make a case for the best song on the album and i outside of bad habits man that shit yeah, is crazy <laughs> bad habit bad habit is great dude i love that song great summer jam but Facts. for uh for mercury i think that his exploration of other genres worked very well in his favor and i think mm-hmm. if he were to take elements from other genres more like that i really think that we could see him shine more than he already is i agree yeah, yeah. that's kind of the the reason i gave him that initial review you know what i mean like yeah. I, I definitely think he can do more if he like kind of even pushed himself a little bit past that it could be special yeah like if he does what tyler did right and he like he had he had himself his own cherry bomb mm-hmm. like cherry bomb gets a lot of shit but people don't really realize how genre bending it is Right. I mean, he definitely not my favorite Tyler album by any means, but he definitely started taking like tiptoeing into something a little bit different. Yeah. Like straight up album opens on a punk rock song and then four songs later, jazz song. Yeah. I mean, whether it hits. Yeah. I I think it hits, dude. I I love Cherry Bomb. Uh, It's in my top three, Tyler. Damn. No, my top three Tyler is not that. (laughs) My top three Tyler is probably the recent three Tyler's. I have it ranked over Flower Boy and Call Me If You Get Lost. Oh, that's just craziness. I mean, Call Me If You Get Lost was my album of the year last year. So, yes, it was mine too. But, yeah, I mean, you love Tyler. That's that's what it is. I've listened to his discography so much. I wish that Steve Lacey would take after him in that way. Right. Just push yourself to stay against the curve or stay against the grain. Man, I appreciate your time. This was dope. It was a really yeah, good dude. time uh, chatting about this shit. So thank you. Yeah, yeah no problem, man. It was really yeah. cool to be here. So those are our thoughts. Follow us on IG. DM us if you have any you know, problems with what we said or if you agree <laughs> with us, whatever. Uh, yeah, man. I want to get other people's opinions. Hell yeah, it's yeah. It's so, interesting. So again, my IG, Frequency Podcast Network. Throw your shit out there again, man. I'm Undisputed IG on Instagram. Drop a follow if you want to see music reviews. But yeah, catch y'all later. Peace.